Hey guys, welcome to episode 8 of A Single Mom's Journey. Thanks for dropping by. Somebody had asked me what my family dynamic is, and I was like, what do you mean, what is my family dynamic? They actually asked me, since I'm divorced, what is the agreement between me and uh, my kid's dad? And I kind of just stepped back and thought, well, it's he gets them every other weekend. So every two weeks, the kids go to their dad's for two days. So that basically gives me four days off per month, basically. And this person, I started chatting and come to realize that that individual has a totally different type of schedule. And you know, it's just very interesting. They do a four-day, three-day mix. So four days with one parent, three days with another, and then they switch. Um, I'm not sure how that kind of works, but for their family, it works because for them, it's their normal. And I know people who actually have, um, if the parents live close together, relatively close together. They do one week with one parent and one week with the other. And I'm like, well, that, you know, if that works for them, I mean, when I had a house, um, in a particular neighborhood before I had kids, there was, um, a gentleman who lived across the street and, um, his ex-wife lived about three blocks in the other direction so their kids would go to the dad's house for one week and they would walk home from school because it was um within walking distance of the school and middle school and then they would walk to the mom's house on her weeks so because they lived in the same neighborhood that was totally a feasible um, type of schedule for them because like I said they lived in the same neighborhood so the kids could walk you know to you know whichever parent's house for that particular week and when they went to high school the bus system also was able to pick them up from either um, location because like I said it was like only three blocks away so it totally worked for them and I just find that very interesting and I always loved their arrangement because that just meant they put their kids in the forefront in um, where they chose to live and they you know were able to live within the same community and not be bothered by the fact that um, they would run into each other uh, like say at the grocery store or whatever Um, previously when I was first um, divorced Uh, My kid's dad actually lived about three miles away from me, but on multiple times, we would run into him at the grocery store. It was weird because, you know, there's so many hours in the day and of of all the times to run into somebody (laughs) at the same grocery store at the same time. It was weird. You know, the timing of that was weird. I mean, one time it was in the evening, in the middle of the week, my son and I were grocery shopping and just picking up some items that we needed for dinner. And then another time we saw him, it was early in the morning and uh, my son had to pick something up super quick for a um, a volunteer thing, I guess, at, at his school. We had to pick up some cupcakes uh, for that day. And so we ran to the grocery store. And as we were walking out, um, his dad was walking up 
to get something at the grocery store. Mind you, it was in the middle of the week and it was a work day. So he was, you know, dressed up and me and my son, we were all grungy and stuff. So it was just like, oh, hey, hey. And um, like, I'm not sure if I've mentioned before, me and my kid's dad, we have a cordial relationship. We don't have a friendly relationship, which I find kind of sad. Um, he's cordial to me. What we have is basically kind of like how you would treat somebody you work with, like a business partner. Um, we're very uh, direct, non-emotional. We communicate the best via text. And um, we rarely speak to each other in person. Um, so it's very uh, separate. Um, it's very distinct. Our relationship is very separate and very businesslike. And so I find that, like I said, I find that a little bit sad. Um, but that's what works for us. Um, I've tried to extend friendship but it's not reciprocated. So you can only try so many times. Um, I'm not sure why it's not reciprocated, but that's a decision, um, on his part. And so, like I said, the, um, every other weekend works for us. He chose that schedule and I just concurred with it. Um, he currently lives probably about 20 minutes away now. So, um, it wouldn't work, uh, for the kids now, um, to have a more extended period of time with him, like a one week here, one week there, it wouldn't work because that would be too far of a drive for the kids to get to school on a daily basis. So, um, but that was his choice and, um, I just have to go with it and the kids go with it too. They're used to this, um, uh, schedule that we have where they, every other weekend, they just spend two days with their dad. Um, so I do have another friend who is actually fighting her schedule um, that she has um, with her kid's dad. And um, she would like for it to be just every other weekend. And um, But when they got divorced, they agreed to a certain schedule. So she's having to document things as to why she wants it to change. Um, and it's I fear that it's going to be a long, drawn-out process. And, um, hopefully that's not detrimental to the kids, um, and how they feel about, you know, what's going on. Cause that's always sad when the kids get dragged in and then the, you know, the negativity and all of that. Um, I know another gentleman, he actually lives, um, in my community, but his kid's mom lives in a different state. So his schedule is way different than all of ours because he is, you know, in a different state. He gets to see his kids four weeks a year, about. Um, it's spring break now where we live, and he actually uh, flew up to uh, where they live and is spending a week with his kids up there. Um, in the summer, I believe, he gets them for two weeks, and then I believe he uh, got them for that second week, uh, during winter break. So it's just, you know, for him, it's just a hardship not to see his kids. Cause when you, when you see him with his kids, you can tell that he totally adores all of them. And, you know, you can see the sadness in his eyes when, um, you know, he's away or they've just left him. 
And that's always just sad to see when there's a dad or a parent who wants to spend way more time with their kids and they're not able to based upon the schedule that they're given. I mean, I know a couple dads who have um, majority custody of their kids because um, the mom is, um, whatever situation it is, if um, they're just um, not an active parent or they have some sort of health issue or um, um, drug abuse or or whatever. And uh, it's just interesting all the different types of um, custody agreements people have based upon, you know, their situation and their kids. But I always tell my kids, well, that works for their family. That's what's, you know, agreed upon in their family. And that works for them. And, you know, at least they get to see both their parents. So I try to put a positive light on it um, because they have lots of friends who are, um, in a divorced family situation and some of them aren't the best it's you know the ones that are confrontational and stuff sometimes you know um one of my kids will mention you know a scenario that happened once with one of their friends and I kind of just look at them and I'm like well I'm so sorry you know what can you do you really can't do anything to help them you just you know hope and pray that um it's smoothed out and uh, there is some sort of cordial resolution to what's happening with them so yeah, it's, it's really sad that there is, you know, so many of my kids' friends come from divorced uh, family situations, and um, and now, you know, for the last, oh, what is it, almost five years now, they're a part of that statistic. I never thought I would be um, in this group of, of people, um, a single mom, you know, now I'm 50, and um now I'm a mom of teenagers and, you know, people are like, oh yeah, what are you going to do when your kids are gone? And I'm like, well, they're going to be adults and they're going to be able to live their lives. And so I'm going to be happy for them. I mean, what else can I do, but just celebrate the fact that they're molded already and, you know, conquering the world on their own. Um, it's, it's, you know, I, I think if I hadn't been divorced, um, this part of my life would have been more sad because, um, I wouldn't be used to being on my own, I guess. Um, since, you know, they're apart from me, uh, part of the month, then I'm like, then I, you know, am able to do things, go out with friends and just, you know, do things as a single person versus if I was married, I'd still be like, married with kids and so I'd be in that type of situation that type of scenario leading that kind of lifestyle and then when they leave I'd be just like oh they're gone but versus now they're gone you know part of the time and so I've already um kind of gotten oriented to the fact that you know in a few years uh they'll be gone be at college or you know moving away for a job or whatever um yeah, it's, it's it's just very interesting. My mindset is totally different on them leaving because I have friends who are like, oh, I'm so sad my child is leaving me. And in my head, I'm kind of doing a celebration going, well, they're, you know, they're finding their way. They're starting their own journey. And that makes me so joyful that, you know, 
that will be happening for them and you know I'll be cheering them on and I'll be here if they you know fall down and need to be picked up but I'm just so joyful for them that you know in like you know the next five eight ten years they'll be on their own and doing their thing and um, then I can do my own thing but anyway for um, you know uh, people's schedules and you know what I can say for those who aren't divorced or are going through a divorce and trying to figure out what this scenario for custody will be is find out what works for you. One parent may not want as much time with their kids. Um, sadly, that's true. Um, one parent may just not want as much time with their kids as the other parent. Um, one may be more equipped to handle the day-to-day needs of the kids and that's something to consider and not just to put their own needs uh, at the forefront but the kids needs as the forefront and really try to um, come to an agreement for what's best for the kids not put you know no I win I win you know it's the only winners you want in this type of no, for a situation is the kids. Um, and I hope that people really consider that. Um, like I said, some people work on the 4-3 uh, schedule. Some do the one week here, one week there. Others do the every other weekend. It's what works for you and your kids. Because kids who are in sports, it takes a lot of time and effort, especially if equipment is left at one parent's house or another. You may want to um, invest in two sets of equipment because stuff gets, you know, left behind all the time. And wearing the proper equipment, especially like if it's, you know, football or some other technical um, or your your gear is really important. Um, you know, you want your kids to be protected. So make sure you consider that. Um, yeah, because if you have active kids, you have to like be on the ball and take them to practices and have that kind of balance who's driving who where and when and who's feeding them dinner before practice or are they having after practice and when are you going to fit in the homework time. So you really need to consider all these aspects and trying to determine um, a schedule. And I know like in my state, we can revisit this, you know, the schedule. Um, when, you know, if my kids were like really little and we had one schedule and then as they grew older, we needed to modify, that is something that's doable too and can be um, done as kids grow up. So keep that in mind for those who have, those of you who have little babies, little toddlers, um, visitation schedules or, you know, um, custody schedules can be updated based upon, you know, the evolution of your kids and their schedules and whatnot. So do what works for you. That's my basic um, message and goal for this um, podcast is do what's best for you and your kids. And even though people can give you advice on, oh, you should do this, you should do this, really look at all the aspects and, and really consider you know what's best for them because they're the ones who have to live with the back and forth 
and you don't want to be use them as a pawn you want them to live a life with two loving households two groups of support and then that will allow them to flourish and be flexible and just feel that they are um, loved loved completely by both again thanks for dropping by and I appreciate your time and I'll talk to you soon bye guys thanks for listening to this latest podcast guys i know your time is valuable and i'm so glad that you dropped by if you do me a big favor if you can give me a rating on the platform that you listen to this podcast from that would be so awesome also you can actually find me on twitter now and I, single mom's journey, I have the same picture that I do here on the podcast. So you can identify me via that and just drop me any tweets or you can leave me comments here and I will get back to you via whichever uh, social media that you reached out to me from. So again, have a great rest of your day and I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.